Hey everyone, this is Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two great friends recap romance novels while giggling, swooning, and generally being the most excited ever. This week, we're going to start with some big updates. The first is that this March of 2022, this month, is our annual Patreon fundraiser. For every new and increased Patreon pledge, we're going to double that and donate it to World Central Kitchen to support refugees worldwide. Last week, in anticipation of a super successful fundraiser, we donated $1,000 upfront to Razum Emergency Response because we thought the immediate need in Ukraine was too critical to wait until the end of the month. So head to patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast to treat yourself to some wonderful bonus content and other goodies while simultaneously doubling your money to support Ukraine and providing hot meals to refugees around the globe. Speaking of other goodies, if you sign up at the Feminist Boner tier or higher, you can look forward to some really sweet changes to our book club. We're going to host book club monthly now and feature an author every two months. This Friday, March 11th, we'll be talking all about Tessa Bailey's phenomenal books, starting with the dirty talk, obviously. Then in April, Tessa Bailey is going to join us for book club and do a virtual hangout. And this is the new format. So on odd months, we'll talk about a specific author's work. And then on the even months, that author will join us. I'm really stoked about this program. Like I can't even, I can't even begin. And thank you, Sally Thorne, for helping us think of it accidentally, just by being yourself. <laughs> now we have a book featured in my other book club. In January, members of the Bonkers Romance Book Club got advanced ebook copies of both Something Fabulous by Alexis Hall and The Immortal by Gina Showalter. So since he's one of Nat's favorite authors ever on the planet Earth, we had to make our first recap together all about a raucously sweet road trip romance that is the antidote to all things pandemic. So, Here's Nat and I recapping Something Fabulous by Alexis Hall. Oh, hello, Natalie. Hello. Hello. It's Natalie. It's Natalie. Holy shit. It's Natalie. Here I am. Oh my God. Thank you for joining me. I am excited. You know, some folks that have listened to the podcast for a long time and haven't yeah. skipped over those episodes might have known me from Ask a Badass, but I've never recapped a book. Right. Here I am. And we're changing that today. Doing it. And I'm really excited about this book. <gasps> I was excited oh about this book before it came out. As we're speaking, it is still not out because we're really special. Uh, and yeah. we have this book because of Bonkers Romance Book Club. Yeah. So Nat and I have the advanced reader copy of Something Fabulous by Alexis Hall because it was one of our January books for yeah. Bonkers Book Club. Have you read any Alexis Hall before? No, I don't think I have. I thought I had. Mm -hmm. But then when reading this book, I was like, no, I would remember this voice. He has a million books. Oh, 
Once you start going to your library and figuring that out, like figuring out who he is, he has a million books and you can't possibly read all of them. Like it's, it's a million and some of them are mysteries. I think I and might some try. Of them are, yeah, you should. And there's a lot of them that are MM and, mm-hmm. and his voice is just, it's so unique. It's a little it's Talia delicious. Hibbert-ish and maybe that's just because they're both like like oh. from the uk yeah but you know what i mean like it's very conversational it's yeah. very dry and i just i just love him you were so excited when mm-hmm. we let you know that it was one of our january books and you were like oh my god alexis hall is one of my favorite authors like yes. ever yes so we're doing something fabulous mm-hmm. and i don't know if heaving bosoms has ever done an advanced read copy of anything before no so it'll be Mm-mm. interesting to see if anything that we talk about it's not in the actual oh, is, book. Is edited out. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Oh my gosh! So it'll be interesting. This is going to be like a collector's edition podcast yeah. episode. I love it. Oh my god! And I, I fucking loved this book. It is a romp. Oh my god! Like interviewing him because we interviewed him for the temple for mm-hmm. Bonkers Temple. And then we released it wide, actually, because we mm-hmm. we liked the interview so much. But interviewing him, he was just like, yeah, I started with COVID and I was just like, this sucks. And I'm going to write a book like that I just want to – I'm just going to put anything I want in there. Yeah. And it struck me then, but like it's so funny that he wrote – an escapist book, but writing it was an escape too. Yeah. Because it's a road trip romance. Like yeah, they're not is. in one place for like barely even a night. <laughs> for like a even lot of it. like an hour sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. Okay, so should we start? Yeah, heck yeah. Yes. Okay. So we start in the prologue. A drawing room. Yes. Ugh. And we're from a female's perspective, which I was like, when I started yes. reading this, I was like, how? I don't even know if I remembered <laughs> that. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. So we're in the mind of Arabella, Arabella Tarlington or something Tar- like that. Tarleton? Tarleton. Arabella. Yeah. Miss Arabella, Arabella Tarleton. And she is getting proposed to, but it's going badly. And she's not going to admit that this guy's good looking. No, she refuses, yes. even though he is obviously like basically a Greek statue. Okay. He's hashtag typical Duke. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's romance Duke. Yes. He's tall. He's got the good eyes. He's very mm. glowery. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And he's very like, our fathers wanted us to get married when we were wee tots. And yeah. I'm honoring my Here dead I father's am. memory by I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna do a marry on you. And she's yes. like, you're not going to do a marry on yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I don't want you anywhere near me. And the only thing that he can notice about this whole situation is like, maybe she has to poop. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, the quail was bad, right? That's yeah. the only thing you could possibly have that would be a yeah. problem and why you would not be interested in all of this. All of this and all yes. of my pocketbook and everything. Yes. He's like, you're obviously ill and yes. that's fine. Mm-hmm. But we're going to get married and I'm going to save your whole family because you're financially ruined. Yeah. And I'll pay for everything and it'll be great. Yeah. And she's very like, I hate you. And he's like, that's fine. I really don't care either way. It's literally no worries. Not an issue for me. All right. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Yes. So he fucks off to his room and he's staying there with them like overnight because they have like a country estate. I had a hard time figuring this out because like it took a really long time for me to be till later where I was like, he was at their house and he just totally soused himself with like 
a bottle of liquor. He was like, hi, I know you're in dire straits, but I need a whole bottle of liquor for myself. Right? Right? Yeah. Yes. And like, did he drink alone in his room? Or like, was he inappropriate in front of the family? He had to have been alone in yes. his room, right? But he yeah, has... For sure. Yes. He has a Regency hangover. Oh, God. Yes. And there is no curing that, you know? I bet there was like an egg yolk... Like an egg yolk, something that they mixed up. You know there was. Completely. Oh, yeah. The only reason I know that is because of Pride and Prejudice. Because the mom, do you remember the scene after the ball? And she's like cracking it in. But even she's like, I can't even contemplate. She's like, Yeah. And and frankly, uh, I don't blame her. There's no way. I would be like, I'll be sick for four days before I drink a raw egg. And as a 35-year-old woman, I will be sick for four days. Yeah. I'm ju- I've just that's gotten my used hang- to that's it. That's my hangover situation these days. <laughs> this is my life now. Yeah. Okay. So then, in the wee hours of the morning. It's like 4 a.m. Yes. Like, he is firmly still drunk. Mm-hmm. He gets woken up by a very frantic Bonnie Tarleton. Bonnie. And what Bonaventure. Is bon- yeah, Bonaventure Tarleton. They both have oh. just very adventurous names. And boy, did they both live up to them. It was aspirational. Yeah, completely. I feel like they got their theatrical side from, like, both their parents. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. There was Absolutely. no one was theatrical or the other. <laughs> yes. It had to be both. <laughs> so Bonnie is Belle's twin brother. Mm-hmm. And they're both tiny people. Yeah, they're pocket-sized. They're pocket-sized blondes. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, curly, wavy blonde hair. And he's yeah, he's 5'4". But I did appreciate he's a soft 5'4". Mm-hmm. They did talk about that. And I loved yeah. that because they're, I feel like... I feel like that mid-range person is never, I mean, thankfully we are getting some great plus size rep in romance, but we're not getting just right. like mid-sized person yeah. rep. Like yeah, literally yeah, yeah. they're like, it was like, he's a soft fed four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like how they described him later on. Yeah. And at one point, Bonnie describes himself as well squishy. Yes. And I really liked that. Yes. I was like, I can identify with that. Bonnie's not putting in the work to get a six pack. No. Because he has his priorities straight. He's yeah. got honey and jam and bread and cheese priorities. And romance novel priorities. Yes, heck yes, yes. They mm-hmm. read like all of the books they can possibly yes. get their hands on. The saucier, the better, these Tarleton yes. twins. Yeah. So he shakes Val awake and he's like, you motherfucker, Belle's gone. And it's because of you. Yeah. And it's because you did such a bad job at that proposal. Yes. However you did it was wrong. Yeah. And Val was like, you can't propose wrong yeah like valentine the duke cannot mm-hmm. propose wrong because am duke yes like that should be enough. in any way yeah. and it's fine yes and he's like no no no. you t- show me how you did it <laughs> show me do it right now <laughs> propose to me as you did to bell and poor valentine is like can i go back to bed if i do this yeah then i will try and he showed him and bonnie was like well there's your problem <laughs> Yeah, that's no wonder she beat feet out of here. Jesus. You did not wax poetic in any way. Right. He's like, you didn't tell her that she's beautiful. You didn't tell her that, like, you would be the most honored man in existence. But I wouldn't. Yeah. And he's like, I don't feel those things. And and Bonnie's like, wait, she is beautiful, though. And he's like, sure. But what does that matter to me? Yeah. It's so funny. So by the end of this scene, and I feel like. Nat, as I was reading this book, I started highlighting, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Because the first, like, 10 pages, I would just 
spontaneously smile yes. and giggle mm-hmm. like every three seconds. I shit you not, at least like three times a page. I was just like, oh my God. And there are so <laughs> many. And the other thing that I loved about this book is there are so many little hidden gems in it. And there's things that are, mm. are hidden now. And maybe this could have changed in, in an edit or something, but there is definite slang that oh, yeah. I, that I was like, I see this because I'm a 2022 lady uh, yeah. person. But um, but yeah, so it was like it's some of the parts I was like, OK, well, that wasn't the word that we would have used there, but that's OK. <laughs> but he was... I think at one point somebody says something like, get out of my face. Yes. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I love it. I don't I, care. I love I it. I know there was another one that I had highlighted and it said something like on the subject of points. Do you have one? And I was like, oh, Ooh, yeah. 1990s burn right there. Oh, like, is that a 90? I was thinking that was a um that was like a parliament burn, mm. you know, like point mm-hmm. of order kind of situation. Oh, but yeah, maybe. I feel like either way. I feel like Claire from Clueless might have said something like that. Oh, for yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you're I don't right. know. But there was this one part, and even I think this is in this part of the chapter. It's before they discover, but he says something like, if we lived life as though it were a novel, we'd spend all of our time becoming embroiled in improbable adventures <laughs> and spouting nonsense about filling our vast and empty souls and it was basically like everything that happens with arabella yeah. and bonnie the whole time ah. they're like yeah that's what we want to do yeah that's how we're designing our lives <laughs> yes. if at all possible exactly like, what do you want from me yes. oh my god it's so good so bonnie is like get dressed we are going to get mm-hmm. her and he's like again this feels like very much not my problem yes but then Bonnie's like, think about your Dukely reputation. Mm-hmm. How is it going to look if your fiance fucks off to the Americas or something? And exactly. Val's like, Duh! I've spent my whole life like designing myself so that I don't get close to anyone. Nobody so no notices one me. Say, yeah. <laughs> nobody, yep, nobody notices me and no one can say a goddamn bad word about me. <laughs> yes. I'm the blandest, mm-hmm. most boringest, mm-hmm. goodest. Like there's no brothels in his world. Nope. He's not duking it up anywhere. We haven't found out yet. Oh. But but we get to say something very important later. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and he also is like, and I can't go anywhere because I don't have my valet. Yeah. Okay. Which I was like, Val, how pray tell were you going to get home then? Mm-hmm. You know, like, how did you go to bed at all? Yeah. If you, quote unquote, can't go anywhere... Well, maybe because he wasn't going to be like out in public. He wasn't going to. He was going to go straight from Surrey to his house. Yeah, maybe. But he was like, I have the best valet in the whole wide world. And I wasn't going to inconvenience him with a two day trip to Surrey. Yeah, he's got priorities and this isn't one of them. Right. I just had to come here, spew some words at your sister and then do the thing. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Bonnie's like, nope, you were doing it. Like, we got to get you dressed. Mm-hmm. And he ends up, oh, my God. So Val starts, like, tying his cravat. Yes. And Bonnie gets very impatient and he gets very close. <laughs> and he's, like, in his face to the point where, like, Val turns his head to look at him and, like, their noses almost brush. He talks about the feel of, like, oh. his finger grazing against his neck. And so the tension and kind of... What we find out is Val's awakening happens and it starts from chapter one. It starts like you can already feel Valentine's connection to Bonnie from chapter one. And Mm -hmm. and he'll even when he's describing him negatively, he's still doing it in a flattering way, (laughs) a flattering and sometimes very sexy way. Correct. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Yes. And there's so much in the next couple of chapters, there's so much like, yeah, and his hand left my sleeve and that was good. That was a relief. <laughs> yeah. It was nothing Thank but God. a relief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. He said something like he's not prepared for the reality of an unadulterated Tarleton between his beneath his fingers. Like <sighs> just oh, the wording. Oh, my God. All right, so they get him dressed, and they can't get his coat on, which I found to be hilarious. How did he get get it off? I don't know. I wonder if they, like, lent him a valet? No. Or maybe it's easy to to get it off. Like, maybe if if you, sorry, listener, there's a lot of physical movements happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if he, like, could slide it off. Mm -hmm. But maybe he can't get it back on. I don't know. Not sure. Anyway, it's tailored all to hell. Yeah. He cannot get physically get his coat on. He's probably just too jacked for it because of all the pugilizing he's been doing. Oh and Bonnie's like, I will find you a coat. Mm-hmm. And he returns. BRB. Yeah. He returns back with the assistant gardener's coat. Not just the gardener, because the gardener would have been too small <laughs> to fit Valentine. Because Valentine yeah, is he's a like six, three giant, or six, he's four. A giant man with all of the muscles. Yeah. Yeah. So they like head out and the curricle scene is so cute because mm-hmm. Valentine is is trying to be like, ugh, everything sucks about Bonnie. Yes. Except that, God, he's so good with these horses. Look at it. He's like talks about <sighs> his like assertive hand and like clever grip. Oh, and I'm like, oh, yeah, tell me more about this oh, yeah. clever grip. And the Valentine. way he like he can see that that Bonnie's intuiting his horse's emotions yes. and stuff, and he's like, I I have no choice but to respect a person who is good with horse flesh. Yes, like I can't I can't fault him for this. Yes. Oh my god, it's mm-hmm. so good. And we're not doing the banter justice. I'm going to no. tell you that right now. It is constant. It's constant. It is sneaking in and and like in this chapter, you know, they're leaving and they're talking about like, well, where is she gone? And he's like, I don't know. She's buggered off, absconded, exit, pursued by bear. Like that's like, (laughs) it's just like, there's so many things and he's just so dang smart and he uses so many dang big words. And it is like, like, I think I said this to you, Mel, like earlier this weekend, but I was like, thank God for the Kindle dictionary feature because I would have been lost. Like mm-hmm. truly lost by all of these large ass words. Just like yeah. s- these he would win at Scrabble every time. It's wonderful. Yes. Like it's just exactly. it's like I want to call it flowery, but it's not even that because it's still so sharp. Mm-hmm. Everything is so sharp yeah. and efficient and mm-hmm. uh, there's not unnecessary words for sure. No. I would love to talk about how Bonnie describes himself really quick during this bantery yes, section. Because he describes himself thusly. A delectable package of pocket succulents, admittedly, but untitled, penniless, mortgage to the bullocks, dependent on my sister to marry so so we don't end up servicing <laughs> sailors on street corners. Oh, and, then, and then Val goes, do the sailors have a say in this? And he's like, I would be very well received yes! by sailors. Sailors love Gosh, me. Darn it. He would be. He would be. <laughs> he would. Oh, man. Oh and it's, so you kind of get the vibe. Like, it has been only Arabella and Bonnie forever. They have yeah. been raised by their very generous, very kind, very loving aunt and uncle, but boring as hell. And they have lived, like, they have heard about books, but they've right. only ever had 
the uncle's boring books about pigs and stuff like that. So they've mm-hmm. had to write their own book. I'm pretty sure they invented fan fiction. And I so, think so they pretty much have just created these whole worlds for themselves through their imitation novels and then are now using this road trip to live them to out. Enact all their adventures. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I, they made up this fictional world called Acadia, right? Some Is Arcadia. Arcan- Arcandia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. And there's like, look, <laughs> Bonnie puts us all to shame. There are at least 212 dukes yeah. in Arcadia. Women, okay. Vampires, <laughs> pirates, <laughs> everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh there's so gosh. many dukes and they're all into Bonnie. They're all, yeah, it's a world where, mm-hmm. yeah. And Bonnie, all he ever writes is romance. Yes. Belle will write like mysteries mm-hmm. and other stuff, but like if Bonnie tries to write something else, it always ends up being Correct. a romance. Yes. And I love him. I love yeah. him. He believes Ugh. that everybody can and should have a happily ever after. Yes. It's I don't, amazing. Oh, I don't know where we find it out, but not a word is wasted. Mm-hmm. And they're like driving somewhere and they'll have these whole conversations that clue you into their whole backstories and yeah. all of that. And one of those things is that he and Belle agreed that they would only marry for love. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and, and I can't. You know, because Val is like, well, you could find a lady out there who's got money. He's like, you're charming or whatever. And he's like, no, I actually can't. Yeah, I literally cannot fall in love with ladies. And they have this really great discussion about how, well, why, like, but Val's pretty much like, we'll choose not to do that. Right. And and Bonnie's like, it's not a choice for me. It's not a choice. It's who I am. He calls Val flower. (gasps) Yes. Okay. From the beginning. Sorry. So here's what happens, right? We're so just, they've we're, yeah, we're just talking about the book We're foiling. Now. We're yes, foiling, Natalie. Exactly. Yeah. So they have stopped to rest the Correct. horses and have a picnic at yes. this point. Mm-hmm. And it is jam and bread and cheese. Yeah. Classic yeah, road trip snacks. Yep. Right. And a bee becomes very, very interested in Val. Mm-hmm. And he promptly loses his shit. Yes. He does the opposite <laughs> of everything you're supposed to do when encountering a bee. Absolutely flails, rolls around, runs oh. away. He's like, running and like flashing, like, yes. you know, slashing his hands at it. He's mm-hmm. running like back and forth. It was thinking about this like taciturn duke in his goddamn buckskin breeches mm-hmm. like like high stepping it yes. back and forth because <laughs> of a bumblebee it's him probably is a so, bumblebee it is absolutely yes, a bumblebee it's bumping into his face it is yeah. like <laughs> oh my god and so then bonnie saves him yes he's like life. hold on and he gets has to get so close mm-hmm. that Val can feel the breath on his cheek yep. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Bonnie like gets it and then, you know, um yeah. shoes the bee away very gently. And he's like, What what was going on with that bee? And Bonnie goes, Well, I think it thought you were the most succulent flower. Yes. And then for the rest of the book, he calls it flower. Flower. Ooh. And it is like, and if you were going to picture like no one would ever deign to call this guy a flower. Like they no, would never. Nobody would dare. Yes, absolutely. And it would be like he and he would never tolerate it from anybody no. else. Oh no, Mm-mm. he would promptly throw them yes. on the ground or something. Yeah, like, whatever out. dukes do. 
Get away from me. Yes. I'm a duke. Look Take at my away their house ring. or whatever. Right. You know? Yeah. Totes. Whatever that is. <laughs> so so this is when they have the conversation about marriage. And mm-hmm. Bonnie's like, I can't fall in love with women. And Val is so confused. Mm-hmm. Like, he's legitimately like, I don't understand. Yes. And Bonnie's like, I'm a gentleman who prefers gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And Val looks at him and there's like a beat of silence. And then he goes, is that possible? Yeah. Like, he's never even heard of it. That exists in the world? Yeah. That's an option? I think he says that's an option. Yes. Which is very telling. Yeah. I think later in the book he said, why wouldn't anyone tell me about this? Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would no one have said that this was even something you could do? And that's mm-hmm. kind of where you kind of start to think, like, because if you've read enough historicals, you know that the higher-ups in the Regency and in the Tan are... They're doing the brothels. They're doing the parties. They're hearing they're doing about what the they stuff. Want. They're hearing the gossip. And he does a none of that. No. So he's not gossiping. He's definitely Mm-mm. not going to brothels. He has zero friends. He has no friends. His mom's not talking about it, even though he loves his mother. His dad's not talking about it. Well, his is dead. His dad is dead. But even right. before that, he was He's too ta- proper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's very tight-laced. Yeah, the mom talks about how the dad, like, never really, like, relaxed around Mm -hmm. his son. Like, he always wanted to be the best example of a duke in Mm -hmm. front of his son. And then he died, so they didn't have time to, like, actually get to know each other. Yes, exactly. So he's like, I didn't know this was an option. So they have this whole wonderful Bonnie is so patient talk Mm -hmm. about homosexuality and, you know, preferring people of the same gender and all the business. And it's really gorgeous, actually. It's awesome. And I loved how I loved how open Bonnie was from the Mm -hmm. beginning. Yeah. Because Val's very like, well, that's illegal though. You can't marry someone that you love. And he's like, no, but we can do like all the things but the piece of paper. And that's what I want. I want to be someone's everything. Mm And yes. oh, it's so beautiful. And and then something happens about um, I can't remember how it how how it comes about, but basically Valentine talks about like, you know, well, I, I could never, you know, be with someone like you. And then, and then Bonnie goes, oh, go jump in the Thames Glenville. You don't deserve me. Yeah. His hair. Oh, God. Bonnie knows his worth. Oh, yes. It's so great. Oh, hey, HBs. I don't know if you've heard, but we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you get over 150 bonus episodes, most of which include Aaron, videos of regular episodes, author hangouts, and so much more. Do you want to hear Aaron and I recap every single episode of Crash Landing on You? What about a little film called Psycho Stripper? Do you want more recaps of ridiculous Thanksgiving and other holiday books and movies? And how do you feel about Naima Simone and I recapping amazing reality TV? All of that and more is on the Patreon. There's so much content at your fingertips as soon as you sign up. Seriously, hours and hours. Anyway, it's patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast if you want to check it out. And of course, that link is in the show notes. Keep being a badass. I think this 
conversation ends with Bonnie asking Val what he's afraid of as far as love is concerned, because Mm -hmm. he's explaining that, like, he's not interested in love. He's completely indifferent about the whole thing. He has never been, like, into anyone. He doesn't. It's not even. It's not. it, And I don't think that he thinks of his parents as being in love. No. Or, like, maybe, well, he thinks of his mom as being devoted to his dad. Yes. But. But devotion is different. That that's something that he can have. Right. He doesn't see that for himself. It doesn't seem realistic to him Mm -hmm. in any way. And so Val says, he's like, well, I'm afraid of being inconvenienced and bored. So right now I'm terrified. (laughs) And there are so many like jabs like that at each other. Mm -hmm. It's so great Mm -hmm. because Bonnie's like, what are you talking about? You love it. And the chapter ends with Val being like, oh, I think I do. Oh, no. It's weird. Things are weird. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So now they go to the inn that she's meant to be going to. And because Valentine is exhausted. Yeah. And they are also like, we need to go to this inn because it's also like getting to be the end of the night, too. And they're like, we'll check and see if they're there. But they are under the assumption or Valentine is under the assumption that they're looking for to because um arabella has left with her friend her friend peggy yep and we know that like oh well peggy usually goes where she goes Mm -hmm. so they're probably together so valentine is going around these inns asking if anyone's seen two women Mm -hmm. and he comes back and he's like no this one no either they haven't seen two women and bonnie was like oh wait 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 so then they go to another inn yes they go to an inn down the road and the only reason i want to talk about it is because they do hold hands oh yes okay so well, yes, he, is this when he puts his hand in his pocket? Yes, because his hands are freezing. Oh my god, I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm like vibrating in my seat. So they're headed to this other inn because there were no two bitches there, and yes. so they're talking about it. And Bonnie is like, "You have to stop calling me Tarleton. Like it has to stop. You <laughs> yes. have to call me Bonnie." Yes. And Val is like, first of all, I will absolutely not do that because we are not intimate enough for me to use your first name at all. But mostly because Bonnie is a ridiculous name that no one should have. (laughs) Bonnie's like, I have it and it's wonderful and it suits me. Yes. So then Valentine's like really, really cold. His hands are super cold. Mm -hmm. And Bonnie's like, because he's not in his coat and he's like, doesn't have his stuff. Yeah. He doesn't Mm -hmm. have his, like, writing... No, he has writing gloves, but he's still, like, super cold. Yeah. And Bonnie's like, put your... Just go ahead and put your hand in my pocket. It's fine. Yeah. And uh, Valens... He's like, no. Yeah. Mm. Under no circumstances (laughs) am I going to do that. That's something I should do. Yeah. Yeah. But then Bonnie starts sort of sniping at him because Bonnie has literally never been away from his sister. Ever. At all. Yes. He talks about the twin bond being sacrosanct. They're really, really close. And so he's Mm -hmm. really hurting right now. And before they even left the house, Val was like, are you crying? Like, are you tearing up right now? And Bonnie was like, no, (laughs) no, (laughs) totally was. (laughs) Yeah. So Bonnie's getting more and more worried and Mm -hmm. upset and like also pretty resentful because if she was going to run away, why the fuck wouldn't she bring him? Yep. Exactly. And so he's a little bit worried for her safety, part A. He's a little bit worried because she's making a crazy choice mm-hmm. and what's she going to do. But he's also like sad she's having this adventure without him. Yeah. She chose not to trust him with this information. Yeah. She chose to trust Peggy with it. Right. And so because of that, he sees 
Val as the reason for her departure. Mm -hmm. And so he's getting Mm -hmm. more and more like irritated after a while. Because Val's also like not making a great impression. He's grouchy. He's mean. He's just going along with this because he thinks he has to. Right. You know what I mean? He's not really worried about her safety because he's kind of like, well, if she ran away, that's her choice. And like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's her fault basically. (laughs) So at some point Val is like, okay, Bonnie, listen, (laughs) Mm-hmm. I am sorry that I'm like mm-hmm. indifferent and I'm not passionate and I'm not any yeah. of the things that like you or your sister want in a partner or whatever. But like, can yeah. you cut me a break? Yes. And Bonnie goes, Bonnie's like, mm, well, you know what? I am worried about her. And so I took it out on you. Okay. And then he's like mad, mad, mad. And we're in Val's head. And Val's like, I just really don't like it that he's not smiling and happy. And so I'm trying to figure out a way to make him smile and happy. And he goes, yes, Tarleton, may I put my hand in your pocket? Because Bonnie has tried to get him to do it. He's insisting that he's not interested. And then, yeah. And then Bonnie says, I will under one condition. You (laughs) have to call me Bonnie. Mm hmm. And they, he's like, no. And he's like, call me Bonnie. <laughs> no, yes, I won't. It Say it. <laughs> <laughs> they go back and forth on this. And finally, he's like, okay, Bonnie. Yeah. And then he puts his hand in his pocket. And it's a warm. And it's an intimate. And, like, maybe Valentine doesn't understand, like, what that might mean. But I bet Bonnie understands Bonnie what that might mean. Stoked. Like, Bonnie has had people put this their hands in his pockets a couple of times. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> that's right. So he knows exactly what he's feeling in this That's moment. right. Bonnie might be a spring chicken, but he is not naive. I'll tell you that no. much. Bonnie takes his chances when he can. I love it. Ooh, takes big swings, that Bonnie. He is the king of season the moment. Yes. So they get to this other inn, and then Bonnie's like, oh, head smack. Peggy's obviously dressed as a boy. God, I'm so yes. dumb. Yeah. And Val's like, what? What? What are you talking about dressed as a boy? He's like, <laughs> Peggy sometimes dresses as a boy. What? Get in. We're going. We have Normal to Normal stuff. Yeah. Yes. And he's like, what is it? What is it about Surrey? Like, is it the <laughs> mushrooms? And one of my favorite lines in the whole book, Bonnie says something like, yeah, yeah, Val, it's the mushrooms. They all make us true to ourselves. Like, <laughs> it's so good. Yes. <laughs> It's so great. (laughs) They talk a little bit, and I'm not sure if we're here yet, Mm -hmm. but they talk a little bit about, like, doesn't it seem peculiar to you that you like all these things? Like, it doesn't it seem peculiar that you are are interested in men, that you fall in love with men? Doesn't it seem peculiar to you that Peggy dresses as a boy? Mm -hmm. And so basically, like, Valentine's like, am I the only one that thinks this is weird? Right. And everyone else is like, We've never been told that it's not. Right. Or that it is weird. Yeah. So therefore, it's not weird. Right. I just, you know what I mean? It just it's is just us. Yes, exactly. And that's exactly it's how fantastic. the world can and should be. So like, get yes. with the program, Valentine. Yes. yes. And also like everybody else. Uh, every fucking buddy else. Okay. It shouldn't have been the 19 fucking 50s that gay marriage was decriminalized in the UK. Jesus. Yeah, Maybe it was the 60s. Truly. I don't remember. I'm not a UK historian. I'm not a historian at all. I, I'm not. What is? We are in talked about. I don't know half these words, so mm. therefore, I'm not even going to try. It was post-World <laughs> War II. I know that much. Okay. 
so <laughs> they get to back to the other inn, which is like mm-hmm. the drunken duck or something. And they had already been there. Yes. And they came back and they were like, remember us? I'm a duke. Go ahead. I'm a duke that is looking for somebody. Yeah. A man or a boy. A boy and a young, uh, two people traveling together. One is blonde. Okay. Yes. Pocket sized. And they're like, nope, shoot. Haven't seen them. Yeah. And and they were like, but we do have one room left Mm -hmm. in this inn. Yeah. But then he's like, oh, wait, I do. We do have like a boy and a girl Mm -hmm. upstairs. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, you asked me about two girls last time. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. But we do have another room left. And Bonnie's like, fabulous. We're going to get that room. We're going to do yeah. a, a nice sleepsies, and in the morning, yeah. we're going to have a very calm conversation. And Valentine, one thing that we haven't told you about him is that he does have a bit of a temper. Yeah, and he talks about that he's been trying to keep it in check his whole life. He knows that he has it. Right. But he's never really put in situations where he's irritated he's never irritating himself no. he's never you know rocking the boat he's not you know what i mean he sort so of refuses like... to be in uncomfortable environments and so yeah. he knows he has a temper mm-hmm. but he also doesn't really have any of the tools to control that at all yeah. and yeah. like there's a piece of him that i think doesn't really care to he's just like yeah this is me. He doesn't have to. Also, like, you, right. know what you, you know what I mean? He's never really like if he gets upset, it doesn't matter because he's right. Yeah. By def- default. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he goes bounding up the stairs like two at a time and he starts kicking in doors, which yes. I found to be very aggressive, Natalie. Yes. And then. The, well, uh, yes. A lot of the reactions ah. in this book were maybe a little higher than I would have reacted. I loved it. <laughs> Yes, I did too. Oh my I god. Just... <laughs> I would not want to hang out with any of these people except yeah. Bonnie. <laughs> yes. And Val later. I want nothing to do with Val right now. Val can go yeah. kick a can. Yes. Um but like Or a door. Or a or a door right now. <laughs> so the last door he kicks in, boy, is there Peggy going down on a super naked bell. Super naked. Just like splay legged and having mm-hmm. an orgasm. Incredible. Yes, right there in that inn. Ugh. But like, wasn't Peggy just downstairs? That was an hour ago, Did- Natalie. <laughs> they had to go an hour there and an hour oh, back. That's right. So it's they been did. a minute. They they've back. had um yes. they've had a meal, they've done a bathe, yes. and now they're doing a go down. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I got the things out of, the, you know, checked yeah. them off the list. That's right. Just We're just <laughs> putting together a good day, okay? Yes. <laughs> we escaped. That's right. <laughs> Riding that high. And now we're going to live our best lives. And let's just say that Valentine does not handle the situation well. And I think that's going to be a through line for this whole book, The right? whole thing. Oh, yeah. 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 Not only... Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what I find hilarious, though, is that he's still just as baffled as to what's yeah. going on here. He's like, well, yeah. my fiance is what I don't. Why would two women? I'm so. Yes. What are they? Are, these are very odd friends. Yes. I don't but get it. But he also doesn't know what she's what Peggy is doing yeah. to Arabella. Yeah. Like doesn't he knows that it's like a no, no place. Yeah. But he doesn't really get anything else. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting there's little Easter eggs. You're picking them up. Right. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he d- blows up and he's just yeah. like, this is ridiculous. I have not had a bath in two days. I hate your face. You need to stop being so dramatic. And yes. she, we get our first glimpse of Belle. Natalie, do you want to take it away? 
Well, okay. So Arabella Tarleton. Um, I would think if it was 2022, mm. Arabella would maybe be medicated in some sort of way. Yes. Because she experiences everything to extremes. Everything and she loves is in that. extremes. Yes. Yes. And she wants to, she breathes it. She wants, she creates these situations. She's comparing herself to like Ophelia mm-hmm. or no, I'm sorry. Uh, Valentine, like what it, it was like, he basically like spoke derisively of Ophelia and right. she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and Peggy's like putting in things like, yes, but she's also fictional. Definitely still like, fictional. <laughs> yes. And Valentine is basically like, no, you know, Bonnie and him had, had this conversation like, okay, we're going to be cool. We're going to be cool. We're going to like just explain it because you're not as bad as yeah, because everybody thinks. Bonnie is like, you're going to go and you're going to do a good propose. Yes. And exactly. you're going to win gonna her tell over. Her that she's beautiful. Right. Obviously, you've seen her naked. She looks great. Great. Great stuff going on. You're going to tell her that you didn't really communicate the depth of your feelings. And then in the moment, Valentine loses all of that and he's like, you will obey me. Yeah. You will come with me. You will show up to breakfast. And he looks at Peggy and he's like, and you will be in a dress, madam. Yes. Exactly. Which I was like, wow. How offensive. Fuck yourself. (laughs) Yes. And then he's like, good night. Right. You understand my point and good night. Goodbye now. Yes, exactly. And he goes back to the room with Bonnie. And she's weeping on the bed. Yes, exactly. Full weeping. Correct. So yes. now they're in the, the hallway and around mm-hmm. the corner comes Horley Comewithers. Yes. Oh, I forgot about that he was in this part. Oh Horley Comewithers is everywhere. And he's, he's everywhere. Magic. I all I'm sorry, strike that from the record. I want to hang out with Bonnie and Horley Comewithers. Those are the two <laughs> people I want to hang out with right now. Mm-hmm. Peggy can come, but only if she yeah. leaves Belle behind. Yes. Peggy is fine on her own. Peggy's great. <laughs> Yeah. She's a she's very kind of an big enabler. enabler. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she's telling Belle that this is a bad idea, but she's still allowing it to happen. She's still like along for the ride. And doing later anything. on, it gets worse. So yeah, Horley Come Withers comes up around the corner and he immediately identifies Bonnie as a sexy man. Just oh. right off the bat. Oh yeah. He knows Malvern from town. They and Malvern hates him because he's a gossip and he's over the top and he's everything mm-hmm. that Valentine is not. Yes. And so Valentine just like is like, oh, this guy, you have to be here right like, now. Like basically out loud. Like yeah. it's it's yes. he doesn't it's so rude to him, the whole thing. And Harley uh, just is cool with it. He, he just is. rolls with it and he's like, I'm getting the vibe that you're not really excited about me being here, but right. that's okay. That's okay. And and so he's and so, like, yeah. Oh, Malvern, what are you huh, what are you doing here? And and Val's like, I I'm here because I need to find my fiance. And yes. burr, burr, burr. and so Horley looks between Val and Bonnie and is like, he's like, hmm, fiance, fiance. yes, I'm on board. <laughs> and then he's yeah. like, he looks at Bonnie and he's like, how have I spent so much time in Surrey and yet missed so much of the beautiful yes. landscape? And Bonnie's like, I don't know. I am beautiful, aren't I? And Bonnie is like. Hair tossing. Oh, God. I love this guy. He's great taste. Yeah. And <laughs> the, Val finally has enough and he's just like, get away yes, from. We're going to bed. It's bedtime. <laughs> so they yeah. get in there and Bonnie's like, 
Bonnie's like, I hate you. I hate you because that was the mm-hmm. first time in my life that another dude hit on me. Yeah. I'm usually having to like go seek things out with soldiers. Right. <laughs> and and he's like, and I don't even want, I'm not in the mood because you were such yes. a dick nose to my sister. What the mm-hmm. fuck, man? That was yeah. not the plan. Yeah. And he's like, it doesn't matter. We're going to deal with it tomorrow. We're just going to go to bed now and whatever. It will all be fine because I said it will. Right. Am Duke <laughs> gave orders. Done. <laughs> so Bonnie's like, all right, well. I, actually, one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bonnie says to him, you complete arse. Wait, I like arses. You, you complete something I don't like. Mustard. You complete jar of mustard. <laughs> he's just fantastic. He's I so love him cute. so much. Um, so and he he's immediately like, starts yeah. disrobing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Val's like, oh, what's happening? What's going on over there? <laughs> yes, and he's like, just... I'm going to bed. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is how I sleep. So like, shut up. Yeah. And Val's like, okay, well, I'll sleep on this chair over yeah, here upright. I'll just, yeah, I'll be on the ground. It's going to be totally fine. <laughs> and finally, Bonnie convinces him to, like, get into bed. And he yes. he says, like, if Val, if you keep on acting like I'm going to, you know, molest you in the night, I'm, I'm going to hurt you. So yes. just get into bed. But he has to help Valentine re- remove yes. his boots. Yes. And, and it's dark now. Yes. And, totally and Bonnie is naked. Naked. Because he sleeps naked. Because he's not going to sleep in his clothes. No. And Val is sitting in a chair. Yes. So, boy, does he, mm-hmm. he see just like the liminal view mm-hmm. of Bonnie it's coming moonlight. over in the yes. dark and mm-hmm. the moonlight. And he's like, oh, my gosh, look at the way his muscles are mm-hmm. on his arms. And there's this dark spot between his thighs that I'm very interested yep. in. I think I need to know more about it. And then he's like, oh, my God. One of my favorite lines is... um. Oh, what is it? He's taking off his boot and he says, oh, God. Okay. Valentine was wordless, senseless, hopeless and adrift in the press of a hand cupped around his heel. He was worried he would never forget it. Never stop wanting it Mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. Ah, it's so cute. And and this is and it kind of takes that next step like okay the hand around his like his his fingers around his cravat Mm. when he's um you know removing the bee from his hair like it's all kind of building and then this is where he's like it's different when bonnie removes my boots yeah it is different when this person touches me it is not the same as everybody else and so then he has to think about why isn't it the same yeah why what's going on why would i feel differently about and he has a lot of he struggles with that for a a good majority of the book you know he's like i get that this is different i understand that this feels different but he has no clue no conception of why and (laughs) Mm -hmm. truly till like 50 percent into the book he cannot Mm -hmm. identify the feelings that he's feeling he just knows that he really likes them they're very specific to bonnie and he knows that he holds bonnie in this special place yeah and he kind of even like tells bonnie that later on but he still has not figured out why or how or what yeah Mm -hmm. oh so then He's like, hey, you know, it's dark there in bed. And he's like, hey, so does your sister feel the same Mm -hmm. way that you feel? Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't understand what you're asking me. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, well, like, you know, with Peggy or whatever, is she also Mm -hmm. attracted to women or whatever? And he's like, you know, Belle is sort of just like attracted to attention, kind of. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. Are you into it? Then she's into it. Kind of. Yeah. Like, he's like, Peggy's no fool. She knows that this isn't a forever relationship, Mm -hmm. but it's nice for now kind of situation. And also, I would guess that for somebody like Peggy, who doesn't want to follow the traditional societal path, right? having somebody that will show her attention and will at least go along for the ride a little bit. It's like, you got it. I think at this you know time and place she has to just go along with it just kind of be like yeah well it's nice that i have this right it might not be forever but at least i have it yeah peggy gets the next book (gasps) the next book is about peggy really it is good because if it was going to be about arabella fucking tarleton i was i don't remember not sure i could go on that ride I, i don't know that not yet maybe i need another book you know she what? She needs some character growth. If I believe anybody in Alexis, could redeem yes. Arabella, it is Alexis Hall. Yes. He can make me okay. love anything, I think. Okay. Like, it's dangerous. Yes. I, yeah, uh-huh. He has a Absolutely. dangerous power that he wields. Yes. I know. It's probably partly the big words. <laughs> right? I'm just like, I'm just like, <laughs> I gotta trust him. You know what I mean? Like, he obviously knows what he's talking about. Look at all these words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And then they're laying there in the dark. Mm-hmm. And he very quietly, he goes, Bonnie. And Bonnie says, yes, Flower. This mm-hmm. time there was no irritation, just a kind of resignation. Would I mm-hmm. would I be in Arcandia? There came a sudden stillness in the space beside him. Would you want to be? Mm-hmm. Yes, he whispered. But I don't know what I'd do there. He goes, you know, and, and Bonnie says, you could do whatever you wish. That's the whole point. And he goes, I don't think I know what I wish. Yeah. This lost little boy. Oh, my god, He's not a boy. He's a man. But. Oh, oh, oh my, my god. Gosh. And so Bonnie turned from his left side to his right until he was facing Valentine across the pillows, turning them into strange reflections of each other. Valentine mm-hmm. felt the stir of his breath, caught afresh the scent of his skin, sweet as honey upon the tongue. There's still time for you to find out, he said. And there, safely unseen in the darkness, Valentine smiled wistfully, sliced Mm. a piece of truth from the core of his heart. Only in Arcandia, Bonnie. Only in Arcandia. So, like, he just feels like he doesn't have the ability to find out or to discover himself in this world because right. he's this duke that has all these responsibilities right. and people paying attention to him and so expectations he's like, and he just knows the path that he was told about and that's all he's he knows about right and he's incredibly duty driven he's a very he's mm-hmm. very rule oriented and duty driven yeah. and yikes okay i think we probably need to put the gas on a little we bit do. because we have a lot more adventure. Oh my God. There's so much that through. happens in this book. <laughs> <I know. laughs> okay. So the next morning they wake up and uh, shockingly Belle and Peggy are gone. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, oh, who could have foreseen it? Oh my God. No. And Bonnie is an octopus on Val and Val likes it. Loves it. Loves it a lot. Yes. But then he's yes. like, Oh my God, I don't understand what's happening. And just push you away. Mm-hmm. Get up. And he's like, what are you talking about, Belle's gone? I told her to be at breakfast. How yeah. is that? Like, this was a foregone conclusion. Yes. And he's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever you wow. say, Mr. Duke. Yeah. So they have to go and try to find them. But in order to get that information, Bonnie mm-hmm. needs to wheedle it out of an ostler. 
uh, by the stables. I don't know what an ostler is. I'm going to assume someone's in charge who's in charge of horses. And I think, according to this, someone very strong. Oh, boy. Nice and strong. Yes. what he is. So Bonnie's like, if you tell us what's going on, whisper in your ear, whisper in your ear. And the ostler's like, I mean, we have a hayloft. And he's like, okay, um, Val, you stay here. I'll be like 20, maybe 30, like no more than an hour. (laughs) And Val has zero idea. No idea. Of what has been exchanged. Yeah. He knows this ostler is getting special Bonnie time. Right. And he's not into that. No, that he is not allowed to. And the more he sits there and is thinking about how this guy gets to have this special Bonnie time. And I don't have any money at this point moment because i gave away my or left my purse back at right. the well i'm saying purse what is a duke purse it's called? a it's, yeah, like it's a, a purse it's a coin purse it's a purse yeah. it's fine it's a man it's a european carry-all yeah. so he's like but i could figure something out like body doesn't have to you know do whatever he, it is he's doing yeah, whatever there. it is and it turns out that what bonnie is doing he's getting is, rimmed very very hard by this ostler in a hayloft which sounds scratchy but i'll allow it enthusiastic arse licking honestly natalie this book hit me in my soul in a way that not i don't know have you ever read a rimming scene like this no between two dudes no this book is like a love letter to rimming and other ass play yes but like it is it was so beautiful and I loved it. Yes, it was. It was fantastic. It was More so rimming good. and romance. More rimming and romance. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So th- this ostler is, you know, tongue deep in Bonnie. And he's mm-hmm. like, what? What's happening up Bonnie here? Bonnie tastes like wild strawberries, everybody. Oh, oh boy, does he have her? <laughs> I cannot how, though. I don't, yeah. Especially after days of travel Listen, with no bath. Doesn't but you matter. know what? Doesn't matter, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. We're suspending our reality. So I think it's just because of, like, the love goggles. Sure. You know, the love goggles yeah. really do a lot to a person. Listen, okay, yeah. so he's like, you get <laughs> off of him. I yeah. will give you my signet ring in exchange <laughs> for whatever information. And the author is sitting there being like, I, I would just tell you. Like, yeah, this isn't, I just, like, yeah. I didn't even ask for anything. I just like licking his ass. Yes, yeah, like, literally, I would have just told you if you asked me down there. Right. In the, like, stable yard. But then I was like, no, we can have some fun, sexy times. Great. <laughs> That sounds yeah. wonderful. Osler, the ostler's got to get it where he can, too. Yeah, you know? come on. So he's like, get out of here. I don't like it. And then he does mm-hmm. a big blow up again where he says some absolutely horrendous things to Bonnie, including but not limited to he should stop being like deluded and he's mm-hmm. never going to have the happy love story that he wants because it's not possible for people Ugh. like him. And it is devastating. And by the end of it, he says, you know what? Don't help at all anymore, at yes. all, ever. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so Bonnie is crushed, obviously, mm-hmm. and they get in that curricle and they do drive for hours without speaking. You don't understand bees and you don't understand me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Bonnie. Oh, my gosh. Bonnie is a king. Mm-hmm. I love him. Hey, HBs. I started an Etsy store. Did you know? Right now, it's full of all the St. Vincent items you need because St. Vincent is thoughtful and cozy all year round. We've got a book sleeve to keep your books, planners, e-readers, or really anything else safe when you're on the go. The inside is fuzzy 
and they feel so incredibly lush in your hands. I went round and round with the manufacturers to make sure I had just the right thickness. Those feature Art of St. Vincent and Evie during their carriage adventure that was painted by the amazing Mayara Faraz on one side, and then I created a St. Vincent would always wreath on the other side that has a bunch of little Easter egg items in it. There's a St. Vincent would always warm brick enamel pin. It's like, you know, if you know, you know. I designed a special edition marriage of convenience candle that is specific to Devil in Winter with the help of HB Gen at Post Pouring Company. It combines dark amber for St. Vincent and rosewood for Evie. And it smells so delicious. It's hard to even wrap my brain around. So if you want to treat yourself, or be the St. Vincent you want to see in the world by getting a care package for a friend, check out our Etsy store. The link is in the show notes. And he's like, I understand that you are in a bad place right now, but you don't have to be a dick about right. it. Right. You do not have to speak to me like that. <laughs> and, and just because you say it doesn't make it true. Right. <laughs> Oh, you don't understand Mm -hmm. bees and you don't understand me. Yes. Alexis Hall, how dare you? So they do stay together. And thankfully, Bonnie sticks with him because otherwise they are fucking lost because this Duke is useless. Valid. No ideas. He would not be okay. No. So they're going and going and going. Big storm happens. And then they see like a cottage in the distance. So they do go into that cottage. And who is there shrieking her face off but Arabella Tarleton? And this is where it gets... Oh, crazy. It gets bonks. <laughs> I loved it. I fucking loved it. It's bonkers. It's it is, amazing. So he gets it there. so many things. And Arabella is like, oh my God, there is the, the wretch, the the knave. My captor. Oh, my captor. <laughs> he's been chasing me. Why would he be here if he's not following me? Val's like, I just, it was raining. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and both the women were like, well, we didn't really believe anything she said out loud until this but, moment. But and he's like, here. man, he's like, I'm a duke. Like, let's fall in line here. And they're like, oh, yeah, where's your signet ring? And he's like, oh, no, there was this ostler and there was and this very overwhelming rimming that I, I didn't understand go into it, why but... I felt weird about it. But like, I had to stop it immediately. And the only, and they're just like, okay. So then mm-hmm. one of them gets a rifle, one of the ladies, because they are two sapphic ladies. They've they lived aren't. together for years. And it's, of course, not apparent to Valentine right away. Valentine is very confused. <laughs> yes. They keep on kissing on the lips. And he's he like, I don't referencing, understand. Like, Wherever your husband is, can you go get him? And she's like, I'm afraid he's not here. He's not. <laughs> no. I live here with my companion. Uh-huh. And, and Valentine is like, okay, well, that's nice that they yeah, at you first know, are he's making like, the best of a bad situation. Poor yes. <laughs> spinsters. Yes. Um, so, yeah, but then they keep kissing on the lips. And he's just like, these are very odd spinsters. I don't yeah. understand. How is this working? So listen, bing, bang, boom. Valentine gets tied to a chair because they don't know what to do with him. They're worried that he's going to make off with Belle at some point. Mm -hmm. So now he's tied to a chair and they start eating and playing parlor games. And Valentine is just, he has no idea what to do or how to handle himself. Bonnie is still real mad at him. He's refusing food. Out of Bonnie's hand. Yes. 
Bonnie tries to feed him and he is like, I will not eat from your spoon. You cannot feed me. How degrading. And Bonnie's like, fucking starve then. Yeah, fine. I don't know. Bye. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so they start playing this dictionary game that Bonnie I want to play this. Me too. Next HB meetup, yes. we're doing it. Yes. Yeah. So they, they look at a book. Someone has a dictionary. Don't know how we would play this in 2022. Eh. Someone has a dictionary and they pick a word at random and everybody has to write down their own definition of it and put in a little basket and then they have to pick if, if somebody like guesses it correctly right like yeah. so they have to guess the correct or the one that got the closest or they could just pick the one that's the most ridiculous right. there's so much there's so many things to do i think this game does exist and it's an actual game now but Probably. i can't remember what it's called so they're playing it and val is sitting over there and he's like well i uh, I know exactly what this word means. And I'm just, I'm not going to say it though, because I'm a Duke and I'm tied to a chair. Yes, exactly. And one of the ladies is a, a novelist, a romance novelist. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh my God, I've read every single one of her books. No, I'm not going to say anything because he I'm a Duke. He secretly reads yeah. these novels that Arabella, that Belle and Bonnie love. Mm-hmm. He's been reading them. He has them hidden under his mattress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then he gets big mad and he's just like, cannot anymore. Yes. And he does a Hulk smash all over their parlor. Yeah, he accidentally hits Peggy oh. across the ribs with part of the chair because mm-hmm. he breaks the chair apart. He's been bound with curtain cord. Yeah. He breaks the chair apart, swings his arm, and, it, <laughs> and it hits Peggy across the ribs. And everybody is like, this fucking guy needs you're to done. Go to the cellar. Yeah. yeah. You're fucking done. <laughs> We're done with you. So they put yeah. him in the cellar and he's like, oh, no. But spiders. Yeah, spiders. <laughs> and Duke in cellar, big spider. There is this whole part where he's like worried about spiders getting inside of him. Yeah. And I, I just cackled where he's like, what if spiders get in me? It is just, I, <laughs> I just love it so and much. And he keeps on being like, I have no evidence that spiders are here, but it does not matter. You know they're watching. <laughs> They're just waiting. (laughs) So the morning comes and he Mm -hmm. can hear them getting like a curricle ready. And Bonnie Mm -hmm. is out there and he's like, wait, wait. Like he goes to the window and he's like, wait, no, you can't leave. And Bonnie's like. Do you know what he says? Say it, say it. He says, I can't lose you. There can't be a world that has you in it that is not mine. (gasps) And And he has no idea he's in love with him. No idea. Not yet. And so Bonnie is like. Bonnie is on the cusp of Mm -hmm. staying. And then he's like, wait, no, like you were engaged to my My sister sister. and this is gross and I don't understand. Mm -hmm. And like, you're actually mean a lot of the time and you have big, I don't like it. So -hmm. he gets in the curricle and he leaves and Val is devastated. Yeah. Val's whole world is upside down. He doesn't know what he's going to do with the rest of his life, basically. Yes. Yes. And so he's sitting like against the wall, just like desolation cascading over him. Mm -hmm. And then there's like a knock, knock on the window. Yeah. He comes back. And Bonnie has come back. And then he's like, you came back. Why did you come back? And Bonnie's like, well, you asked me to. Yeah. It is just so great. And they're like trying to form a way that he can get out. And they're like, you have to crawl out this window, which is like one of those high cellar windows. Yeah. It's like the only way. And Valentine's like, you could just go explain it. 
mm-hmm. to the two ladies that live here. And Bonnie says, please don't go and make me tell those lovely sapphic <laughs> ladies about my worrying taste in gentlemen. <laughs> and then Valentine's like, don't two what kind of ladies? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, just come out the window, Jesus. I came back for you. You can climb through a window for me. Yeah. And the day before, so I'm sorry, there was just one thing that would happen the day before in the parlor that made me so happy because they basically decide out loud that Bonnie's just going to go to America with Belle and Peggy. Mm -hmm. And Val's like, what? No, no, you may not. Mm -hmm. I forbid it, I think he says. Yeah. And he's like, well, there's not really anything here for me. And Val's like, well, mm-hmm. I, I, for, I forbid it. And he's like, well, is there a reason I should stay, Flower? Yeah. Is there a mm-hmm. reason? And he yeah. like he has these hopeful eyes and Val can see that he wants something, but he has mm-hmm. no earthly idea what he could possibly say that would make yeah. Bonnie stay. Oh, my God. So now he, he gets it. He's mm-hmm. he's with it now. He does yes. climb out that window. He has to break the whole side of the house to do it, basically. Yeah. The two ladies, Miss um, Evans and Miss Fairfax, or I think they're their names, and they come and they've got their rifle. Yeah. And they're like at the door watching him like struggle because he's so big, y'all. He's Winnie the Pooing. He's just so big. He out is. that window. He has, he has pants on. He so. does. This time. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're like, should we shoot him? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, he is a duke. So, like, maybe we shouldn't maybe shoot him. But they're like, not. but he's like trapped. So, like, I don't know what's better or worse. And he basically, like, like, he body just like yanks him through and yeah. they run off to the curricle, which is waiting like down the road. Right. And so mm-hmm. then. They go to a tree and Bonnie's like, you haven't eaten in forever. Hold this piece of bread. And Val is like a little bit, he's like almost, he's in shock almost. He's just like, I don't know what just happened, but I really like it. And I don't know what to do now. And and so Bonnie's like, hold it right there. I'm going to go get something. I'll be right back. And so Bonnie goes and he tames some bees. Yes. He does collect a whole... He gets completely covered in bees. <laughs> yeah. He, like, goes to a knot in a tree, mm-hmm. like, reaches his hand inside. The bees have accepted that oh, him yeah. as one of their own. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and said, please take this honey, you it's beautiful creature. <laughs> yeah. We, we don't even let you. bears do this shit, uh-uh. okay? No. <laughs> so Val is terrified for him, but he's also yes. just like, what a mythical being that I'm in love mm-hmm. with. Incredible. So then they do eat some honey with some with some bread. Comes back and he goes, sweets for the sweet. <laughs> oh, my God. And then Val smooches him. Like, mm-hmm. basically out of the blue. He just, like, leans down and smooches yes. him. Well, right before it, like, Valentine, or was it Bonnie that told Valentine? He just goes, like, to me, you are a miracle. <gasps> and it's just, That's it right. is like. Val says that to Bonnie. Yes, it was it was too much in exactly the same way that Bonnie was too much and he could not get enough of it. So it's Valentine saying this to Bonnie. He says, to me, you are a miracle. And he leans down and kisses him. And, and then he's like, how was that? Yeah. Is that okay? As far as like kissing is going right. for you. And Bonnie's is that like, normal? what? And he's <laughs> like, well, I mean, it, I, he's like, I usually don't don't do like a post post-kiss yes. performance breakdown yeah. usually yeah and he was like well i mean if that was one's first kiss for example you know yeah. one might want to know and he's like oh, i'm yeah. your first kiss because bitches this duke is a virgin this duke is a virgin oh i oh, love him man not it, for long though bonnie's hmm. nope <laughs> bonnie's first instinct though is like but what about my sister and like he's Valentine like we is like well she's kind of like on her way to america right and Bonnie and him kind of go like, oh, well, 
if we're together, she could kind of do whatever she wanted. So this kind of fixes the whole situation. Yeah. Like, that's all we need to do is just let her know. Like, oh, well, it's fine because... He's not chasing you. He caught me. He doesn't want to put his penis in you. Yeah. He wants to put his penis in me. It's all in here. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, and vice versa, frankly. Mm -hmm. So he's like, now we have to go swimming. We have to go bathe. Yeah. And Valentine's like, bathing requires a copper tub. Definitely a valet. But they do a naked swim. There's a waterfall. Oh, and he's looking at Bonnie's body and he's just like, oh my gosh, he's so beautiful. Everything Mm -hmm. about him is so uninhibited and pure and Mm -hmm. just gorgeous. And so they get into the pond and Bonnie has basically been like, we can't kiss anymore until we tell my sister. You have to break up with my sister. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, all right, cool. And then Bonnie's like, I can't do it. He's a melody. He's like, I'm going to set a rule. And then I'm going to be like, jokes, I hate rule. Can can I tell you really quick? I was just going through my notes and I wanted, can I tell you about why Bonnie likes bees? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Of course you can. Basically, this one creature does so much good in the world and they give us more flowers and like it's one of my very favorite things. And then like he starts talking and Valentine is like zoned out because Bonnie is just so beautiful to look uh-huh. at. And and then and then they, they come back and he's like, yeah, and then they communicate by dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is perfect, of course. I love them. <laughs> and, they're, and they're all fuzzy and cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so they're making out on the bank and he's like, can we do some more kissing? Mm-hmm. And Bonnie's like, we can do kissing and frankly, whatever else you want to do. Like, yeah. I'm game. Yeah. Yeah. And Bonnie's like, oh, Val is like, I don't really know. Like, this is going pretty fast. And so he's virgin. like, the only thing he knows about that he knows Bonnie likes is getting that asshole lit. And so... I loved it. And so he goes... <laughs> at first, he's like, I don't want to do anything. And then they talk yeah. about... Bonnie's like, I feel like I'm in a bizarro world. I don't understand why mm-hmm. you're attracted to me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Val's like, what are you talking about? Like, if anything, this should be the other way around. Yeah. And Bonnie's like, are you kidding? Like, you have seen a mirror, right? Like, you are <laughs> the male yeah. definition of beauty. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I mean... I guess, but I I don't really think that matters all that much. Yeah. And then we find out that basically Val's a demisexual. Yeah. He has to have feelings for a person in order to have any kind of attraction. He has never been attracted to another human being in his life. Never. And it's never even crossed his mind. Mm-hmm. And I think partially because he refuses to let himself get close to anyone. Yeah. So he's just like... And and he's like, yeah, but you're like beautiful and I'm like, you know, tiny and squishy and yeah. stuff. <laughs> yes. And he's like, well, I mean, it's not really oh, like it's not really about your body, but I could also tell you all the things I fucking love, love about your body. About your body. And yeah. then we find out that this virginal duke is a dirty talker, but he's a Shakespeare yes. dirty talker. <laughs> He's talking about, and so he looks at Bonnie and he's like, actually, Bonnie, now that I've been perusing your body for a minute, yeah. there is one thing I want to do. And Bonnie's like, totally, here I am. Like, I, And I'm pretty sure Bonnie's expecting, like, will you suck on my penis, you know? Yes, exactly. But instead, he's like the <clears throat> the ostler. Um, Same, that thing that back the there thing in the hayloft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like to do that. And Bonnie's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I can do that. And he's like, no, 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 I, I would like to do that to you. Because he's yes. just seeing in his mind, like, how, how, 
like beautiful in abandon Bonnie was mm-hmm. when he was experiencing yeah. that. He and was he, fully present and in the moment, <sighs> and fully in it with the with the ostler. I kind of wish she had a name, but he is just the ostler. the ostler. Mm-hmm. So now we get another rimming scene, and yes. Val loves it. He's going to town. Yeah, and it's he's talking about Bonnie's like pink flower question mark. What is it? His he's welcoming like flower directly into it. Oh yeah, he is as Bonnie says, waxing poetic about his asshole. <laughs> yeah, he he's like, are you seriously waxing poetic about my yes, asshole? Exactly. I don't understand. <laughs> but he hate, so, does like it. Yes, and he says, and he always says Valentine's Day, Valentine. Yeah, you know, like Woo! it's like he has to drag it out. Oh, I love it. <laughs> So then he then he's like, uh, Val, Val, I have to I have to touch myself. And he's like, wait, yes. what? what are you talking about? He's like, I have to I have to stroke my penis. And Valentine's yes. like, oh, I could I could do that. And he's like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> you focus all your energy on on the thing you're doing back there. Keep doing what you're doing. I will handle the brute work. OK, <laughs> yes, <laughs> like exactly. <laughs> and Val is like so excited to see him come. And he's just like, mm-hmm. this is incredible. I love making Bonnie feel good. And it is enough for him. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't want anything want, reciprocated right he's now. He's like, if we do anything else, it will be too much for me. Yeah. You know? Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. So, boy, does Sir Horley come with her, come out of the, out of the bushes? <laughs> he's there again! <laughs> he's like, oh, you guys like this pond, too? Oh. Isn't the waterfall great? Look at my friend, the blacksmith, over here. We love this waterfall. This <laughs> pond was very secluded. And both the blacksmith and Sir Horley are, like, talking Mm -hmm. to Bonnie Mm -hmm. like he is a prized possession. And Valentine is like, you need to get the fuck away. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Get away from my Bonnie is mine. Yeah. (laughs) And Bonnie's like, after they've, like, packed up and left, Bonnie goes, I hope you're proud of the way I barely noticed that gloriously meaty blacksmith. (laughs) I loved it. Uh-huh. Okay, so now, listen. All right. They catch up to Belle, and Belle has crashed. Yes, they have our broken wheel axle of some kind. And they have found help. Yeah. There is a gentleman. Two gentlemen. One is like a sir, and one of them is a mister. Mr. Howard. But I really think that, like, this guy, this guy envisions himself as, like, that over-the-top cartoon version of the scarlet pimpernel you know what i that mean that is not a reference that i understand oh okay well the scarlet <laughs> pimpernel was like this over the top just like crazy i mean this guy's nuts and so he's like i've heard you scoundrel Correct. you knave you blackguard yeah so bell has told this tale that she's being pursued through the countryside mm-hmm. by this crazed duke who is trying to capture her and hold her against his will and force her into marriage. Oh yeah. And and then like, once they arrive, she's like, it's him. (gasps) And, and this guy immediately has believed her story, which again, you should believe women, but she, unless their name is Arabella Turlington. Yes. So then, and then like, thankfully this guy has like, a friend who's like maybe some moderation maybe here cool it. and Pe- and peggy is like but maybe moderation and bell is over there like you should shoot him and the guy's like i should shoot him yeah so he he will not back down from like no. and it's it's such a funny scene because yes. he says this list of like nine horrendous regency insults 
and they are so mild. Oh yeah, <laughs> in the in in the twenty twenty two in the now world. times. Wow. <laughs> So he like says them out loud and then he at one point he's like, yeah, I, I you know what? Fine. I do think I'd apologize. I, I will yes. apologize. I am so sorry that you are a scoundrel and a knave yes. and a blackguard and a blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. I do regret saying that you are all of these terrible things. That you are. <laughs> yes. That must be so hard for you. And then. OK, so Val is like, I, I have to I have to call you out. The only thing I have been taught is that if a duke is insulted, I have to defend my name. He's dishonoring my name. Currently, the only thing he has. Right. That's it. Because he doesn't have money. He doesn't have anything else. That's right. He doesn't have a signet <laughs> ring. So yes. he's just like, I. you give me no choice, sir. I, I gave mm-hmm. you many outs. I do not want yes. to duel with you, but I must yes. now. And so Bonnie like takes him off to the side and he's like, don't you dare. I will never forgive you. I'm going to be so mad at you. And he's just like, Bonnie, uh... I have to. Like, this isn't a He's, choice. Valentine's like, dueling has been how men have settled their differences oh for centuries. And Bonnie is like, no, it isn't. It's what men fall back on because they're too scared to talk about their feelings or admit when they're in the wrong. <laughs> Bonnie is the most amazing dancing bee. He just knows it. He just is the best. Mm-hmm. So they do have to end up dueling. He tries to get Bonnie to be a second. And he's like, fuck yeah. that and fuck you. I want no part of this. <laughs> Peggy does step up to be yes. his second. And yes. then he's like, hey, Peggy, just hypothetically speaking, if I had never held a gun before. And she's like, oh, <laughs> God, oh, here we yes. go. It's like trying to give him some instructions. <laughs> Luckily, the yes. guns are not well kept. Yes. And so neither of them fire except one of them fires in the air. Like, yes, Broseph could have shot his whole face off. And like, yeah, the hunter safety person in me, like the gun safety lady that just like lives in my body. Yes. Um, I was horrified. Yeah. They so. have no idea. First of all, well, and none of them really know anything about guns. The guy who owns the guns doesn't know about guns. And he's like the one, Mr. Howard or whatever it is, was like, they they were like, well, you should inspect them. And he was like, after inspecting them, I can confirm that they are both guns. <laughs> That's about all I got, though. That's and it. they don't know. <laughs> they don't know anything else. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. So yeah. luckily, nobody is maimed or killed. No. And yeah. then Arabella takes off with this guy's curricle. She's just like, mm-hmm. gosh, dar- oh, also there's this moment where Bonnie is looking at Belle before the duel starts. And he's like, Belle, there is a way that we can stop this duel from happening. Yes. There is another and narrative like, that can happen. And, and yes. she looks at him and she's got this like crazy in her eyes. Yes. And she's like, but Bonnie, a duel, a real yes. life duel. Yes. She's like so built up into this fantastical world that she wants to live in that she is like crazed yeah so she crashes they catch her oh no they come up alongside her and peggy Peggy jumps into her curricle she's gonna do a star wars or whatever it is i was gonna say she's gonna do a footloose but yes Uh, sure both of those things are true did they do that in star wars i have no idea probs (laughs) I feel Maybe. like, you know what? I feel like on that Ewok planet, they definitely like jumped from motorcycle to motorcycle. Yeah. So yes. we're good with Those, it. Yes. Yeah. Great. Yeah. They, All right. Lots cool. of things happen on it that Ewok It is now planet. canon. It is now canon. It's heaving bosoms canon. They jumped canon. from curricle to curricle on Star Wars. Exactly. Precisely. <laughs> so Val puts her into his curricle and like they don't mm-hmm. speak. And she's just like, yes. I have to pee everywhere. 
and I'm going to go, I have to pee in that inn. And he's like, oh, God, lady things. And I get like, I get like he couldn't really say no. But you trust her to just go by herself into the thing. Yeah. And so then he's like, okay, well, I'll just go and I'll sit at the bar and I'll ask for a claret. Yeah. Of course, they do not have claret because it is Surrey. And guess who's there? (laughs) Sir Horley Cumwithers does buy him a drink. And he's like, yeah, I'm just waiting for my fiance. And once again, Sir Horley's like, oh, yeah, that fiance. (laughs) Fiance. (laughs) Where is she? Women, am I right? And then they realize that she's gone out the back, at which point Sir Horley Cumwithers does shout, wait, she's real? She's real? (laughs) (laughs) And now it's a foot race, okay? Yes. It's a chase Mm -hmm. on foot. Val ends up falling into a stream with frog spawn. No, he he doesn't. He gets (gasps) shot. No, no, wait, not yet. So, so, sorry. He he gets into his curricle. And he's going after her on the curricle, oh. but then she has cut a bunch of the cords on the curricle. The braces, yeah. That's the one. Yes. And so he does a big crash into a creek, That's into right. a frog yes. spawn. Correct. And he's just like, So then he's, he's like, gotta do it on foot. That's right. Sorry. And sorry, he sorry. is like, we said Hulk smash before. He's like yes. Thanos now. Okay. He is seen red. He has taken it to another level. There is no more time no. or space for cognitive thinking. No. And so he runs after her. Making sounds. Oh, yeah. You know. He's like, he's like, yeah, there's this weird animal sound that's happening. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, it's coming from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he chases her into a forest and he's like, that's the mm-hmm. first tactical error she made. Huh? Yes. Um, yeah. Because her skirt's getting caught up yeah. and she can't, she keeps tripping and stuff like that. And she just cannot run as fast as him in his man outfit. Right. So she ends up backed against a tree and Bonnie and Peggy come. And then she does start brandishing a weapon. She's had a weapon this whole time. Yeah. Who has trusted this nightmare? Thank with you. A gun. I know. And so Peggy's like, wait, dude, did you steal my pistol? Did you seriously yeah. steal my pistol? Yes. And so he lunges for her because, again, saw red, not thinking. Mm-hmm. And she does shoot him right in the yes. shoulder. There is a shooting. She has done shot him. Yes. She has done shot him real good. So now we get a bunch of sick bed scenes and we know. Well, here's where my thoughts immediately Please went. tell me everything. This gentleman has fallen into yeah. a oh, emergency well, yeah. swamp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then gets a arm wound through that dirty ass cloth. Oh, yeah. Into his flesh. Oh, yeah. With all of that. Uh. Snails? Snails. Frog spawn? Frog spawn. Algae. All the that muds. stuff. There's, there's duck poop all over Into that thing. Into his body. Oh, yeah. There's no antibiotics. None. What are we doing with this? Anyway, he does get the fever. Yeah, they're going to have to traverse a fever, okay? Yes. They're going to fever town. And and as he's in this fever, he's having all these dreams about glass. Like oh, the, yeah. Everything is like glass. glass everything is fruit. so remote. He can't reach it's, anything. He can see yes. people behind the glass and he keeps on trying to touch mm-hmm. the glass to like get yes. to them. But then they'll just disappear. Like mm-hmm. it's it's such a it's such a great what a great dream to write. Alexis Hall. What a great choice yes. of dream. But I think there was so much glass because as he wakes up, he's in a room with mirrors and dirty ass murals, dirty asses in like very X-rated. Mm-hmm. Satyrs are and doing just, stuff to satyrs. 
and just mirror uh, all mirrors over. all over so you can see yourself and every, from every single angle. mirror is pointed at the bed correct okay guess where he's at everybody <laughs> he has made it to sir horley come withers hunting, hunting lodge, lodge. <laughs> <laughs> that dude is not hunting he is not hunting game all right. He's only hunting man flesh. <laughs> and throughout this whole thing, he's always he's been like, wow, Val, I didn't know we had so much in common. You must come to my hunting he's lodge. Trying to. Yes. And Val's he's, like, I don't have anything in common with you. I don't like this hunting. Guy sucks. I want nothing to do with all of this. Yes. And he's just he's so obtuse. Our Valentine. Yes. So he wakes up and Bonnie's there and he's been at his bedside the whole time. And the first thing and he says is like, you look so tired. Yeah. You need to sleep. And Bonnie's like, yeah, I mean, now that you're over the fever, it seems like, yeah, I might be able to sleep now. Yes. Oh. Yes. Poor thing. But he wakes him up saying, you're safe. I promise oh, you're, safe. God, you're safe. And it's just, uh, it's so good. And so then they have, uh, yeah, they gilt mirrors and pink marble columns interspersed, interspersed murals with the mirror set in such an ill-designed way <laughs> Ill that they only reflected the bed. <laughs> So that's like what the room looks like. And, and then the curtains on the bed are like like blush pink dusky velvet. Rose. Dusky yeah. rose. <laughs> which we find out later is hilarious. Yes. Absolutely. So they he realizes he's been out for days. He got shot, which he obviously remembers. And then they talk about like where Arabella is. Bella's with his and mom. She, she has gone to his mom and, and Valentine's like what? Why did we do that you, to my mom? Yeah, I love exactly. my mom. Yeah, and so yeah. Peggy and and Arabella went to uh, Bath, where his mom has started to live since um, his dad died, mm-hmm. and so then he has to stay here for like weeks. Yeah, to recuperate. Oh, he's doing a convalesce, so mm-hmm. he gets his. Oh my god! At one point, um, Bonnie comes in and he's like, "I have a visitor, and I think you're gonna be oh, really excited so to see him." And he's like, "Bonnie, no, I only want to see you ever again. Like, yes. no more humans. I don't want yeah. them." But then he opens the door and his valet comes in, and his name is Periwinkle, isn't it? Yes, his name is Periwinkle, <laughs> and Val loses his ever-loving mind. Like they basically high school girl, like jump up and down and scream. <laughs> And when I say high school girl, I do mean me right now when I yes. see someone I haven't seen in a while. Yes. Okay. I think we need it. And I don't know if it's happened. I think it's happened already. Oh, no. It's about to happen. Mm-hmm. So Perry Winkle comes in and he brings all of his stuff. It's like five cases worth oh, God. Of, of stuff. Trunks on, trunks on trunks on All the shit. And Perry Winkle is like, they kind of have a small conversation about like, who Bonnie is to Valentine yeah. at that point, right? That happens now, doesn't it? Yeah. And Periwinkle's like, oh, dude, it's fine. I've got an arrangement with the manservant for this guy over here. Yeah, and so Bonnie gets a little jealous and he's like, is there something I should be worried about oh, here? Oh, yes. Yes. And then yeah. Periwinkle looks at him and he's like, a man's relationship with his valet is <laughs> sacred. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely not. I wouldn't dare. So then Bonnie starts to unpack stuff <laughs> and he goes to like the dresser and he like pulls open the first drawer and he immediately shuts it and he was like, <laughs> this drawer is full of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I believe comfort oh, what tools. Call it? What did they, what did they call, it? call it? Is that what it called? I don't it was think something it was like something. that. Yes, it was it like was so I'll good. have to look. I'll have to find it. But it was so good. And then they have like a couple of really great days of just like being together. And Bonnie finds all of his illicit novels. <gasps> yes. 
and Bonnie hasn't been able to read any of them Mm -hmm. because he's always been given like town and country farm and pigs. Yes. And so he's like, oh, my God, you have been just maligning me for my taste Mm -hmm. in literature. And (laughs) this is what you're reading in the bath, sir. Like, how dare you? Exactly. And he's like, I just not big deal. Duke's things are doesn't matter. Um, Yes. And a, a bunch of the books are one of the uh, the sapphic authors. Er, yes. Er, what is Erish her name? Maria Fairfax. Exactly. She wrote them. Yes. And so, and they come to visit yeah. because they're like, here's the thing. We're a little bit worried that we imprisoned this Duke and now we're going to be in trouble. So we came to apologize. And Valentine's like, I'm pretty sure no. that I have to apologize. Yeah. Like I was at my absolute worst. Mm-hmm. So Sir Horley Cumwithers yes. does come trotting up with these two women, and he's just like, God bless Britain. What's happening? Yes. Why are you here again? <laughs> Why do I have to deal with this man all the time? But I am also staying here at his house, and like he's I don't so really understand. Nice. <clears throat> yes. And so he finds out in this moment that Sir Horley Cumwithers has been gallivanting all over England to make sure that like innkeepers are bribed his debts are paid yeah debts mm-hmm. are paid he gives him back mm-hmm. his signet ring he's the one who took arabella and peggy to bath yes he's paid for the fair the the fairfax evans's window and all of their furniture and all of that yes and and so Val is sitting there and he's like i i might be a paranoid person but what's in it for you yeah and sir horley's like I mean, if we had to invent an ulterior motive, like maybe it could be this. And he's like, that's ridiculous. That wouldn't work at all. And he's like, I think you might have to confront the fact that I might just be a good person. Your friend. Yeah. Yeah. And want to be your friend. Yeah. (laughs) And at that point, Val's like, absolutely not. I will not hear it. But then by the end of the conversation, he's like, I just I just keep really liking come with us and i don't know what to do i can't handle it. it and he's just nice and i don't know how to handle that he's so nice my whole world is being turned upside down and in this mm-hmm. scene he does tell the whole story about being tied to a chair and going hulk smash and the window and all of these sorts of things self-deprecatingly and oh like you know makes himself the center of the joke and like that journey of this person from the beginning of this book to now he would never have put himself in that. He wouldn't have been able to think about no. it. The cringing, internal cringing of him experiencing that would be impossible. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And he's doing all of this with Bonnie sitting on his lap. It's so yes. cute. And then yes. he and one of the, like, Miss Evans maybe start doing, like, impressions of him until Bonnie's, like, flopping yes. on the ground. <laughs> and, and I loved it because... In his inner monologue, Val's like, yeah, so now Bonnie's flopping on the ground, which is not flattering to me at all, but it is very (laughs) flattering to him. How does he do it? And all of his hotness. He's so hot. I love him so much. So then Mm -hmm. they're like, Bonnie's like, oh, you should stay for dinner. And everybody's like, well, we got to look at the Duke. And Sir Horley very kindly gives him an out. He's like, well, he might be really tired. Like, he might not be able to. And then in a very adorably surly voice, Val says... You may stay on one condition. And they're like, mm, what's what uh, is it? Yeah. And he's like, that we all play that dictionary game dictionary together. Because he really enjoyed it. He loved and he it. He didn't get to play. Oh. oh my God. It's so cute. It is a personal care drawer. I just want you to personal, know. personal care, care drawer. <laughs> well, now we get to rate it, Nat, because they're in the bedroom. Yes. This is one of my the way that they 
talk about what they want yeah. from each other yeah. in the scene. Uh. I want it more. I want more of this. I don't care if it's if it's sapphic, if it's MM, if it's right. you know hetero. I want everyone to sit down and be like, well, what are you, what do you want? Yeah. And they had like, you know, Valentine was like, well, you know, they, or Bonnie's been worried about asking him and wanting to initiate anything. Cause he's worried that he's hurt. And Valentine's like, I want this. Yeah. Valentine's like, I've <laughs> been wanting, like I've been mm-hmm. wanting to jump your bones forever. Mm-hmm. So there was earlier, mm-hmm. Bonnie was trying to feed him soup. And for a really long time, Val refused. And the reason was because he didn't think he would want to kiss him anymore. If he fed him oh, soup. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yep. So cute. Yes. And and then Bonnie said, I wanted to kiss you when you were covered in frog spawn. Like it's fine. Yes. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh so, but now we're in the sex scene. Yes, we are. And basically Valentine's like, well, you know, what do you want to do tonight? And he's basically like, what I would like to do tonight is I would like us to choose one of the objects mm-hmm. from the, you know, the personal care drawer. Mm-hmm. And I would like you to put it inside me. Right. And and Valentine is like, Yes, I, ha- I haven't. I have not like he was like blanked yeah. out and he and was like yes I would very much like that <laughs> yeah and so they they um he goes he's like and wait there's more and Valentine's like what what could possibly could there be, be? incredible <laughs> and he's like show me your brain I have to what is it tell me and he's like after that I would like to arrange you very comfortably and securely <laughs> upon some pillows as you suggested <laughs> and then I'd like to be inside of you <laughs> And then I'd like you to watch as in all of these mirrors. <laughs> and then Valentine's like, yes, let's do that. Yeah, let's just like, it totally interrupts, talks over him. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just like, can't wait, want it, want it, can't and they wait. have this whole, this whole great. Oh my um, God, because they, earlier, because uh, Bonnie asked him what he wanted. And he was like, well, I've been thinking about it for a couple of days. And I think that we yes. could deal with my shoulder by me laying down on the pillows. And then you could maybe sit and put that sit beautiful on rosette my on my face. And then yes. he's like, okay, but also personal care drawer, it in me, me and you. And now I we're think, here. I, I think Bonnie was like, you know, there's more than this. We can that, do more. My friend. Yeah. yeah. Valentine's been like, let's think of all the ways we could do this one act. <laughs> and Valentine and Bonnie's like, no, th- th- this is just one. Yeah. Oh, how does he say oh, it? Oh, he says it's it? a it buffet. Like, yes. Yes. He says it's not a <laughs> sit down dinner where you have yes. to commit to one entree. It's a buffet. Yes, exactly. You try all the things, not just the things immediately in front of you. <laughs> Yes, exactly. So he goes and he starts showing different things. One is a jade dildo. One is a something mm-hmm. else. And then finally he lands on this amethyst butt plug. Butt plug. And he's like, I don't know. Will it be okay with my coloring? Yes. Like, will it be yes. flattering when you watch us I fuck? love it. But do you think it will go with my ass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. And he's like, yes, anything will go mm-hmm. with your ass. Literally anything. Yes, exactly. It does taste Everything like strawberries. Did I tell you that? <laughs> We haven't confirmed. We don't have that from Valentine's POV. That was the Ostler's opinion. That's true. Yeah. It's just so great. And we get this really amazing, just the, the sex is great and they're both just so into it. Yeah. And it's, and it's a combination of like hot, but appropriately slow like bonnie instructs him on how to like finger him for the first time so that he can get him ready yes and val's like like totally enamored of it he's just like this is this a whole new world at some points he's like almost overtaken by it yeah don't worry everything goes great everything goes great so then they wake up and they realize that but i'm sorry valentine has not been able to sleep because he like it's been this perfect moment 
And then he's like, okay, so we need to make sure that this can happen. So we need to go and we need to find Arabella. We need to talk to her and make sure she's going to be good with it. And like, this is like, he's like, I need because, to do this now so that right. we can start our future today. Because in Val's brain, what mm-hmm. what has been happening since he kissed Bonnie is that mm-hmm. he's still going to marry his sister. And mm-hmm. then he and Bonnie are going to be together and Arabella can do whatever the fuck they want, but their yes. their estate will be saved and she Correct. will be secure and all the things. Because in Valentine's mind, he needs to get married to a woman right. and have an heir to carry on his legacy. Right. Because that's, I mean, and that makes sense because that's what male, you know, the Tan, you know, like the Regency has been told they have to yeah, do. Completely. You know? Yeah. Duty over self for, you know, mm-hmm, generations. Exactly. So mm-hmm. he wakes up Bonnie and he's like, yeah, we got to go do this thing. And Bonnie's like, now, I'm sorry, what? Wait, you're yeah, going to marry like, my sister? What are you talking still? about? This, but, but us, like, what are we going to do? Yes. And Val's like, and, well, we can still do this. And Bonnie had originally, it said like back earlier in the book was like, I don't share. Right. I get very jealous. I'm never going to be able to share somebody with somebody else. And he thought he was communicating the things that he needed to communicate. Right. And Valentine was like, but we cannot legally be together because right. it is illegal. Right. So this is the only way it can work. And he he's saying see another solution. He's saying mm-hmm. like this, this is the way you don't have to share me. Yeah. If I have mm-hmm. a beard wife. Yes. That is mm-hmm. the way that we can be together and like it's not a problem. And and Bonnie's like, I will not be my sister's mistress. Mm-hmm. Like it's not happening. That's weird. Yes. I don't love it. I'm not doing mm-hmm. it. So like either you're going to marry my sister or you want to be with me. But it's not. I want to be someone's whole world and I want yes. them to be my whole world. That is all yes. I've ever wanted. I told you that from the beginning. I've been very clear about it. And that's it. And so yeah. it gets to the point where Val is just like stunned into silence. He says, don't force this choice on me. No. I beg you. I cannot be without you. I can't. And and Bonnie was like, then be with me. Yeah. And, and Valentine, he's like, I'm in love with you, Valentine, but don't do this to me. Yeah. And Valentine is like, it's it's what has to be done. Right. He's like, I don't have a thing. choice. And, and so Bonnie leaves. He, he packs up leaves. all of his stuff. And he leaves and and then Valentine, I think he says he's a ghost. He's a ghost. He, to, he goes to Bath to his mom's house to visit Arabella. And he's he said he arrives there a ghost. Mm-hmm. And his mom is there mm-hmm. with the dude. With this real cute younger dude who's like yeah. playing piano for her and stuff. Yes. And he's like, oh, why is that guy always here? Leave, guy. He's God. everywhere. Jeez. <laughs> always here when i see my mom god yes what do they even do together i don't even know so she's like i really wish you were nicer to percy or whatever the fuck his name is and he's like why should i be nice to him he's nobody he's just always here i don't get it yes so then he falls into her lap and starts sobbing and his Mm -hmm. mom's like whoa this is new this is the the most emotion i've seen from you your whole life yeah and valentine's like that can't be true you i love you and i'm the closest person to you yeah and she's like, but you don't share your feelings with me. Yeah. Yeah. So he tells her the whole story. Mm-hmm. And and then and then it ends up where he's like, and I still have to marry this woman. Well, because- wait, but for oh. so long, sorry. For mm-hmm. so long, she's like, oh, so you fell in love. Who is she? Tell me all about yes, her. Yes, yes, yes. And finally, like after a couple of things, he's like, he's like, well, the, the answer is that she's a man. Yeah. And this is, yes. And he I- almost hulks out a little bit. And she's like, yes. oh. And, like, she blinks for a minute, and she's like, 
okay, well, tell me and about he's him. Mentally, yeah, he's mentally preparing for her to to freak say out something uh, yeah freak out and be upset and be emotional and talk she's about like, his duties okay tell me about him then yeah and and so then and it's this moment of just beautiful acceptance yes and and he's just he's perfectly accepted but then he still says like but i still have to marry this person because my dad told me i had to right and and his mom is like no you super don't she goes, give that marvelous termagant of a girl some money and allow yourself to be happy. Yeah. She's like, settle a dowry on her. Buy her give estate her, or whatever. Buy, buy the estate give so they don't have any them. debts. Give it back to them and do whatever the fuck you want. And he's like, but don't I have to marry a woman? Don't I have to have and an she's heir? Like, you, you're. Your uncle has a son who's perfectly fine and has a baby with his wife because he likes ladies. Yeah. And like, that's perfect. He can inherit. That. No he's, worries. He's like totally fine. And and he's like, but mom, it's illegal to be with men. And she's like, you're a fucking dude. You're a dude. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And no then he one says, cares. Then he says, but won't I break your heart? And she's like, what? And he's like, don't. Don't you want grandchildren? And she's like, sweetheart, don't take this the wrong way, but like, not especially. Yes, like, I, I would love them if they were there, but but if I don't have any, it's not gonna it's not gonna do anything to me. I'm yeah. great. Yes. And he's like, but you've been so lonely since father died. <laughs> and she's like, what are you talking about? What is this reality that you are living in? I'm with Percy or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> yes. And then before him, there was that other guy. Yeah. Before him, there was that other guy. And Valentine's like, oh my God. Heads exploding. Completely. <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah. And so she's like, sweetheart, the only thing I ever want you to be is happy. So why don't you not worry about my happiness? Mm -hmm. I've got that on lock. You yes. go worry about your happiness. Go get your man. And so, yes. boy, does he ride up to Surrey? Well, he, oh. he has the conversation with Belle first. Oh, that's they right. They have this she's very such like a fucking bitch. About she it. sucks. She's such I an want... entitled snob <laughs> yes. about it. She never apologizes really never. for shooting him or like carrying on in the ways that she has. Like it's just like, and she won't even just be gentle with him on this day when he's like i'm sorry about how things happened she's like yeah i guess i fucked up a little bit too but like she never really says anything honestly then... i can't believe that bonnie was so gracious and patient with her because like mm -hmm. if you shoot my boyfriend yes. we're we're gonna have capital p problems <laughs> i don't oh at one point he says for God's sake, must we play these games? I'm sincerely hum and humbly repentant. And she goes, and what does that have to do with me? Yeah, such a slur. And then he talks about wanting to settle a dowry on her. And she's like, why? To buy me off? And he's like, no. no. So you can do whatever you want. To make you, you safe. You can have the life. Yes, you can have the life. You know, and they talk a little bit about how, you know, they knew each other as children and how she kind of knew that they were going to be together in the future. And so kind of like fell in love with him a little bit when they were children. Well, they were definitely, they were definitely friends. He was like five, yes. he's like five or six years older than them. Yeah. And so yeah. he got to know them and she apparently, she shut down after their parents died in like mm -hmm. a carriage accident or something. Mm -hmm. And he was one of the only people that she would speak to mm -hmm. because he very, very gently and, and slowly gained her trust. Yeah. And then... 
like, and he was really sweet to her. And at one point, mm-hmm. like, she made him a flower crown. And his dad his dad was like, you will either take off that flower crown and come to dinner or you don't come to dinner. And yes. he's like, all mm-hmm. right, I won't eat because I guess this I'm is, not eating. This is yeah. important to the sweet, broken child. And so then he leaves and she's like, you abandoned us. You left. And I can't trust you ever again, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's like, I'm saying, he says that he's trying to set her free and she's like, will you let me? And then he kind of, you know, he lets his, lets her know that he's in love with Bonnie Mm -hmm. and, and that Bonnie's been half in love with some fantasy of you for years. And, and she's goes, I'm a little surprised that you managed to live up to it. Oh, Um, that was really sweet. So she kind of gives him her blessing. She does say, if you hurt Bonnie, I will shoot you again. Which fair, (laughs) fair bell. Yes. The only sane thing you've said today. So he goes a riding up to that estate and the uncle's house. Yeah. Bonnie throws himself out of a window and runs to a tree house to get away from him. Yes. Because he just doesn't know what to do with all of his emotions. And haven't we all been there? Yes. You know, I have to do I have to do a forest run. Okay, it's an emotional forest run. Yeah. And and then but but then. Uh, Valentine stuck in with the uncle and he's like, that uncle was like, oh, those twins, am I right? Can't believe you had to go off, you know, surrounding them. Good thing you were there because they, you know, otherwise would have been lost without you. And, and Valentine's like, quite certainly it's the other way yeah, around. And Valentine's like, I'm uh, so sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I have to go talk to Bonnie. And he's like, yeah. oh, he's like, uh, okay, fine. Cool. And so then he finds him in Arabella's hideout from childhood, which is like in this, the base of a tree. And so he has to do a big grovel, but he, has to do it to the tree because Bonnie's refusing to come out of this tree. So he does his big (laughs) grovel to the tree and then he Mm -hmm. starts doing a big sweet propose to the tree. Yes. And and Bonnie's like, you can't do that while I'm inside of a tree. And he's like, I've been trying to tell you to get out of this tree. Why are you still in the tree? And Bonnie just comes like rolling out <laughs> of this tree. He's like, wait, if you're actually doing this, stop. Don't don't talk anymore. Uh, yes, and he comes, exactly. he comes barreling out of the tree. <laughs> and then he does the exact proposal that Bonnie sort of coached him on in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be married forever. And it's going to be the best. I, I as much it. as like, it was so good. And it was such a good proposal. But I was like, it took us so long to get here yeah. that I want more of this sweet stuff at the end. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, I, it was like, they found each other. They did the proposal. And then the book was over. And I yeah. was like. I was in a pond. I was in a beehive. I was in so many inns, so much Sir Horley. And then we finally get there, and there's, and then we're done. And, then we're and done. I was like, where's my epilogue? <laughs> <laughs> so I could have needed like maybe 10 more pages of sweet stuff at the end. Maybe 10 more pages back at Sir Horley come yeah, with mean, hunting. Maybe lodge. that's where they honeymoon. I. You know what I mean? Like it was, it, it was, you know, it would not have hated it. It would have been the perfect way to end. So I, maybe, but maybe in the real version, we'll get yeah. it. I'm excited to buy it. I have it pre-ordered, which is so funny because we got this, this art copy and I'm like, but now I have to see how the real one ended up yeah. because maybe there's like stuff that's new. Maybe there's stuff. I changed things around. Now I have to see it. Yeah. It was so good. Listener. I cannot stress this enough to you. 
this recap did not do this no. book justice. There's we no cannot way we capture done the banter, the genius. Mm-hmm. No, we. Mm-hmm. I I had to stop highlighting because I was just highlighting the whole book. Everything you have to read it. Oh god! I talked to Mel last week, and I was like, Mel, I need you to tell me if this is a good book or if I just love Alexis Hall's voice so much that both that it's it's fine it's fine but it it's both it's the voice is great the banter is great the sex is great off the charts every part of it so many good side characters which are always i love a book that has same tons and side characters same. it was so good oh so yummy yeah. yeah so go it's out i think by the time this episode comes it's definitely out, out. out. yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah all right natalie what's your lady love okay I had so many. I was going through, one of them was cheese-based, but I decided that my lady love are these N.A. beers that I started to drink uh, towards the end of last year. So I've been systematically cutting alcohol out of my life Mm. for, like, the last, like, year or so. Mm -hmm. And, but one of, like, I still love the taste of beer. I still love the taste of wine. Yeah. still, you know, I, and, and so... I don't want a lot of times when you have like a mocktail or something, it's so sweet yes. or it's like, you know what I mean? Or like a flavored seltzer is so sweet. But so these are from a brewery. It's a whole brewery that nice. only does NA beer and it's called Athletic. Cool. And they have like a porter. They have all the different varieties and they taste like actual microbrews. <gasps> This is not a paid endorsement, everybody, but it's called Athletic. I buy it through a subscription because I live in a very rural area. I can't always get it, but you can get it at Binnie's if you have a Binnie's by you or like whatever your big liquor store is, they should be able to get it. And they do these special seasonal ones. Like they had one called Lodge Life that was like a winter dark. They do all different kinds of IPAs and stuff like that. So whatever kind of beer you like. I'm positive they have one for you. They have one that's like a Corona that you can put some lime in. It's like super great in the summer. And I do this subscription so I you can mix and match which ones you get. So like I can change and swap nice. out and stuff like that and get stuff sent to me. So it's really nice. It's again, it's called Athletic Brewing Company. Um, there's other ones. There's another one called Bravas that I have tried that is okay. And there's a bunch of varieties that are coming out now. And and there's a whole bunch of, if you follow like Sober Curious or a bunch of different hashtags, there's a bunch of different things out there. Oh, cool. Um, but this one's by far my favorite NA brewery that I have. Nice. Found. Yeah. Very cool. So I can drink this beer with you tonight and have this like clear head and remember all of my details. That's really And still nice. drink a beer that tastes like a beer. That really, yeah. Because sometimes all I want is like the feeling like mm-hmm. i just want the idea that i'm drinking wine but then at the end of the yeah. night i'm like oh no i'm so sleepies i know oh no so i do have a so i have drank this brand called shirley mm-hmm. s-u-r-e-l-y and they have really great sparkling mm. that tastes like actual sparkling wine but it's wine with the alcohol removed whoa the red is not fabulous okay but their Sauvignon Blanc is pretty good. Um, so if you like a sweeter wine, they do pretty good. But there's they're bubbling, they're sparkling. They have a rosé and they have a regular just sparkling wine. And I think they taste just like nice. sparkling wine. So you can like do mimosas, fomosas and stuff like that. Ooh. And, you know, day drink and that, you know, and yeah. then still like function in the afternoon. Yeah, completely. <laughs> All right. My lady love is. Yes. As we, as we bravely venture into year three of the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, pick up an old hobby, everybody. 
just pick up an old hobby. I don't know if I've, I think I might have talked about this on the podcast, but it's already, but it's like bringing me the greatest joy. I have started crocheting again. I, not only have I started crocheting again, but I've, I've like decided that it's time for me to learn different stitches. Fun. <laughs> because I'll not like, just a, yep. Really, <laughs> I usually only do a half double crochet or a double crochet and like, that's it. I made a whole therapy blanket when, you know, nice. a few years back and now I'm making a blanket for Valor and I just, especially for like my ADHD brain, if I'm sitting and I'm trying to do something, it really just the movement of my hands and like being able yeah. to go back and forth between things. It's mm-hmm. so helpful and it's so like, it's almost like meditative. Yeah. Like once you get into the groove and learn the stitch and then I look at it and I'm like, look at the, what I just I fucking did. did I fucking this. hate that. It's going to yeah. keep you warm as fuck. Like yeah. that is, that shit is cozy and <laughs> it makes me so happy. Yeah. Yes. I've always been really envious of people that can crochet or knit or whatever cross stitch and do other things no just kind of like how i can't listen to audiobooks and do anything else like if i'm knitting i have to be sitting (laughs) and only knitting so therefore it is like forced so i don't knit because it's like you know i also have cats small cats and you know and it doesn't always work no they would murder that yarn ball uh, heck yeah. So, but I'm always so envious of people who can like knit and crochet and do those things. I mean, one of my favorite things, things to do is audiobook and Well, yes, crochet. it's a twofer. It's like the best. But, you know, I'll do it when we're, when we're like watching a movie. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not like that, that I don't super have to into, super yeah. pay attention to or whatever. Yeah. And it's just really nice. Or if I'm yeah. anxious, like if I just get anxious and I need to put my energy somewhere, I'm just like, I'm just going to crochet for a minute. And then mm-hmm. afterwards, I feel so great. So Heck yeah. pick up an old hobby, especially if it is sort of meditative and it makes you feel good and productive and it helps your brain. Absolutely. Pick up that old hobby. Yeah. All right. So you can find us everywhere. We're... Yes. At Heaving Bosoms on Instagram, at Heaving underscore mm-hmm. Bosoms on Twitters. You can email us, heavingbosomspodcast at gmail.com. We, the you cult. will probably get a response from me. Yes, Natalie's gonna gonna do it. I Send do respond response. every once in a while, but sometimes, yes. But if I was in charge of the email, nobody would get emails. Uh, <laughs> it's just the truth. <laughs> I, it, it's an anxiety giver of to yes. me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I can do other people's inboxes. I can't do my own. Ha. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we're all those places. And you should yes. check out the website because it's beautiful and it's got <laughs> all the things on it. The reading embrace is there. You can get to our Patreon there. You can sign up for book club and there might even be celebrity guests that show Holy up. Holy shit. Do you remember that time Sally Thorne <laughs> showed up to book club? I cannot believe it. I just like, I was just like, I mean, maybe I'll just send her the link and see what happens. And then she came. Oh. She came. And, she, and Sally Thorne is honor. all of us who are trying to get their work job done and want to do literally anything, anything else. else. Yeah. She's just like, <laughs> oh, this Zoom is happening oh, wow. right now. This seems like very, very important. This random <laughs> yes, Zoom with random it. people. <laughs> yeah. And then you can find Natalie all the places too oh. because she's just yes, as Nat. I am just as Nat at pretty much all platforms. I am not taking clients right now. I'm full. That's right. At least until April. She's too good at so her job, everybody. Pretty- 
Pretty cool. That's a cool thing. Fuck Look off, everyone. <laughs> I have got her in my clutches. Yes. <laughs> Plus other people, but like I'll shove them out soon too. It's fine. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. All right. Keep being a badass. I have one. Yes. <laughs> and, and love yourself as much as you love waxing poetic about that asshole. Yeah! <laughs> More rimming in romance. Yes. That's what we Everybody. want. Just do, do it. it. I mean, I'm sure it's tricky. Right. But we need to make this commitment. You can do it. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show. <laughs>